Hi guys, it's me beaming in from a different space and time to which this podcast was recorded. Isn't that crazy how time is uh, a social construct? <laughs> um, I'm just here to tell you that this podcast was recorded remotely and uh, so that means over the internet. And so there is some bits in here that the Wi-Fi jumps out and... Um, You know, the sound might not be its usual quality, but I just want to ensure the safety of my guests, the safety of myself and the safety of everyone else. So please keep that in mind when you listen to the podcast. Thank you very much. Lots of love. Hope you enjoy. The Lucy Porter Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Lucy Porter Podcast. Today, I am joined with... Jake. Oh, that is nice. Hello, Jake. Um, please, will you start by <laughs> by telling the listeners your age? Uh, 22. 22. So you were born 1998? Yeah. Yeah, 98. So would you class yourself as a millennial then? Or are we Gen Z? Well, I suppose technically we're Gen Z, but, um, you know, I mean, I grew up... I, my first memories were in the millennia, so I suppose from that point of view, my life started in the 2000s. So, yeah. Agreed. I agree with that. I'd say we were millennials. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what's your star sign? Uh, oh, Cancer. Cancer. Interesting. What? Um, I'm trying to think what element that is. I'll research that and get back to you on that one well i always think it's quite fitting that it's cancer because i was brought up in a place called chroma in the which is on the norfolk coast and chroma is very famous for its crabs that's it a crab fantastic what do you like crab oh you're a vegan aren't you i'm a vegetarian vegetarian so you don't eat crab i don't eat i've never eaten crab but apparently it's the lovely to eat um i can um, confirm i can confirm nice? yeah yeah it's nice yeah, it's yeah, mm. i've never been uh, too fond of the idea of eating seafood but um i mean i know people who've had chroma crap before <laughs> I, met, I met this uh, elderly japanese fisherman once who came over to the uk and he'd never actually been outside of his local area in Japan before. This is the first time I'd ever been to a foreign country, about 80 odd. The first time I'd ever been to a foreign country. And he said, where, where, because he could speak sort of a little English, he said, where, where are you from? He said, a place called Chroma. And he goes, Chroma Crab. And I say, yes, yes, Chroma Crab. And so it's known all around the world in fishing communities. For its wow, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Um, in Bridlington, we have the biggest uh, export of lobsters in. Uh, um, I was going to say the world, but I'm not sure it's the world. It might just be the UK. So there we are. We're from towns of crab and lobster. We are from towns of crab and lobster, indeed. Fantastic. There's a loud noise. I don't know if you're getting it. It's like a whooshing noise. Hello. Oh, that's better. Hello. It's stopped, yeah. Amy? It's getting louder. Oh, that's, it's stopped now. What's this happening? Oh, God. That was, uh, <laughs> that was so intense. I thought, oh, no, what's going on? White noise. 
this is very relevant you know this could be something tapping into our system we are we are going to talk about space today everybody that is a really good uh, segue into uh, what we are going to talk about but before we talk about it i have to ask you how is your mind how is your body and how is your soul <laughs> i think uh, my mind is pretty tired my body is pretty tired and my soul is pretty tired. <laughs> um, tired all around. Late shift, uh, four in a row. And this is my first day off for quite a while. So I am just, you know, resting today and kind of recharging. Yes, and thank you so much for dedicating some time to be a guest on the pod. I've, I appreciate that, and I'm sure the listeners will appreciate it as well. So you're recharging. How how would you go about recharging? Like well, spend some time um, in the outdoors, or sleep in your in bed, or is kind of my style. I think um, I do like to go for a cycle. But I, I, I mean, my feet have been playing yes. recently. <laughs> so I've been. Uh, my mother has very kindly uh, invested in a foot <laughs> massager for me. Oh wow! What is it? Electric? Not gentle. <laughs> So is it electric or no? You put your feet into these like two over over hangs onto this kind of like um, mesh sort of thing. And then so it sort of traps your feet and then it massages them from underneath, but it, it really digs in, you know, it, it's you know it Wow. But it has been helping, you know, and I have been able to be kind of more comfortable walking. Yeah, yeah. I mean I think I was just well, doing it. That's good. Well, um, so you do a lot of standing around. Have you yeah, got um, I'm, I'm, comfortable shoes? I'm a 12 and a half. I can fit into a 12, but it's tight. But I can't fit into a 13 or just, you know, just moves around too. So I can't really... I, and I've bought these gel inner soles. And the two, it, make, it makes the 12s too tight. But I, can't, I still can't fit in a 13. So it's kind of difficult to get it comfy. Can you buy a 12 and a half? Can you, is it rare to find a 12 and a half shoe? Rare. Well, Jake, today my mind is tired. I've had a busy week, non-stop, working hard. All these hours on Zoom, doing lectures and workshops on Zoom, as you can imagine, is a lot. However, we've got That's to go back in the studio on Monday. Yay! It is so exciting. It's been very long awaited. Um, but it's because um, we're getting tested twice a week. We're yeah. having COVID tests twice a week, them lateral flow ones. That has like enabled us to be able to be back in the studio. Obviously, social distancing and mask as well. So we're, we're back in. Um, my body is is all yeah. right. Sometimes I get a bit of backache. You know how it is um, carrying this personality around. <laughs> it gets a bit heavy sometimes. So. Yeah, and my soul is pretty calm. I did some yoga this morning with Adrian. Yoga, I think it helps mind, body, and soul. Well, I find it. Yeah, probably. Yeah, Not absolutely. Done it today. I think I'll do it once we get off this uh, show. Actually, I find it just like all three. <laughs> I find it helps yes. my mind. It helps me concentrate and focus. But it helps me relax. As it, it, it's good for it's relaxing for the soul, and it you know it's very very much brings. Quite a lot of joy, really, and, and and body as well. You feel afterwards. I feel like my body is kind of stretched. Absolutely. So, do you follow no, YouTube follow, videos? I, you'll know it. It's Teo's warm-up, basically. It's the next version of it. But it, that 
That comes from oh, yes. Kratowski, the work of Kratowski, who basically adapted it from yoga. Amazing how much yoga actually feeds into yes. Western physical theatre technique. Um, really, I mean, Stanislavski, Grotowski, um, Meyerhold, they all took huge influences from, uh, from the yoga tradition. It's interesting, um, Grotowski's cat, Adrian calls it um, cat-cow. So when you go, when you... Um, yeah, What's yeah. that scoop? When you have like the scoop in your back and you look up, and then when you um, peel up, that's the cat. That's Sometimes nice. I like to that's make nice. the sounds of the yeah. animal when I do it. <laughs> that is nice. That is so <laughs> nice. Okay, we've gone off. We've gone off the rails here, guys. We've been so wild. We've been so crazy. Right, bring it back. Bring it back. Okay. So I'm going to ask you questions about space. The first question: If you could go in a rocket to space. Would you go if you were a millionaire, billionaire, trillionaire? You had all the money in the world. Would you uh, get on your rocket? Yes, I think so. I mean, um, I had this conversation with some, with one of my friends, and they said absolutely not, not in a million years. Um, but I think I would go because, you know, I'm I'm kind of an explorer. I like going to places that I've never been before. And if I had lots of money, I would spend it all on travelling. Oh, same, absolutely. No, Money spent travelling yeah. is never wasted, you know. My favourite thing to do, really, is to get out on the bike and cycle to somewhere where I have no idea what is there. I don't know why I'm going, you know. And then go, when you go there, you find a place that you never you never knew was there. In, even in Lincolnshire, you know, I went to a place called Woodhall Spa. I think I've been... Have I been there? Where's there's like a place in Lincoln... Um, not in Lincoln, in Lincolnshire, and there is like a nice house I mean, there. There's quite and a, a few garden. places in Lincolnshire like that, Lucy. <laughs> there's a cinema in the woods. That is the main sort of attraction in Woodhall Spa, is the, the cinema in the woods. But it's also, you know, there's just some lovely park, and uh, it's just a really lovely, quaint Lincolnshire uh, town that I just discovered by accident um, when I went a bit too far. Um, so there's a building cinema. what's in the woods it's called a kinema and it's a cinema and it, and it's called a kinema right so I would go to you would go to space I um, am less certain to whether I would go or not because I feel like there's a lot of places on the earth that I would like to go and I have not been yet um, and the idea of space really um triggers me a little bit just i just find it so hard to to think and imagine about yeah. the, the the vastness of space and like we are so tiny and then there's so much more and then it's like it goes on and on and on when does it stop well, the thing about the universe is most of it is empty space and we kind of it's it's almost mind-boggling boggling to think that we're even here you know and that this even exists and that life has evolved yeah. and, and that the world has been shaped in this way when, you know, and the atoms and, and the molecules have come together in this way when the, the fact is, is that most of the universe, there's nothing, you know, it's just, there's no atoms, it's a complete vacuum, um, no gravity, no, you know, it's, it's, it's quite, quite incredible. That is so, I'm so freaked out. Like, I always think, sometimes I lay in bed at night and I think, when I die, and when the world dies, there's nothing. There's just going to be nothing. 
absolutely nothing but then i like to think that there's a parallel planet to earth somewhere that is like us but everything's nice and everything's okay and there is no global warming and pollution isn't a thing and everyone's eco-friendly and nice to each other and there's no wars so i like to think that somewhere out there there's a there's another set of humans living their best lives the probability of there being life on other planets i would say is over 50 percent They've just put a, another yeah. rover on Mars, haven't they? This topic is very current because that rover is there to see, basically, one, one of its main purposes is to analyse the uh, surface of Mars and see whether it once supported, it could have once supported life or it did once support life. Because, of course, Mars was very like Earth, at one, more like, much more like Earth at one point. There was water, there could water on the surface of Mars, there was an atmosphere. Uh, but then, because, Mar- because of Mars's size and further distance from the Sun, it, it, its core froze and its atmosphere blew away. Um, and that's how come it's become fairly desolate in terms of the surface of it. Because Earth has a magnetosphere. As the magnetic poles hold the atmosphere around the Earth, and so the solar winds, the particles that are blown out in the sun, that's what causes the aurora, you know, the northern and southern light. That's the solar winds blowing across, yeah. and the magnetosphere keeps the atmosphere in place, so it protects us. And uh, in, in, on Mars, the, when the core froze, no magnetosphere, and the atmosphere just got carried away by the solar winds. And so, if there was any life on Mars, it would have, it would have, um, on the surface at least, it wouldn't have stood much chance, unfortunately. But uh, that's what was Mars was once like. Yeah, I, I remember on. I think I was watching BBC News or something, and they had two people on that had signed up for a one-way trip to Mars and there's like quite a few people that uh, have signed up for this one-way trip to Mars and they're going to go up and try like live there. I don't know when they were doing it but they'd signed up to mm. do it. One way, they I don't think I'd can't do that. come back. I'm not sure really because if it goes tragically wrong then that is tragic but then if it goes really well you're like a, one of the a famous pioneer like you've pioneered, you've gone to Mars mm. and you've you've started a civilization yeah, up well, there. You know, I'm I suppose yeah, I mean that would be quite an amazing thing for us to do. It would be nice to think that we sorted some of the problems we have on this planet out first before we went off colonising others. Yeah. (laughs) It's absolutely um, mad the amount of money that gets put into space exploration that could be put into other things on planet Earth that need sorting out. On the one hand, it is kind of, I think, one of the things that makes us special in the fact that we want, we have a curiosity, you know, about what is out there. And I think it is natural to want to fulfil that curiosity and see and explore. But obviously at the same time, as a society, and as a civilization, or whatever you want to call it, we have to think about what our priorities are, you know. Exactly. And... In terms of money, did you know that an entire NASA spacesuit, one, cost $12 million, which would feed me... Like, if I had two lives, I think I'd be comfortably living for $12 million. But it's just insane, the cost of that. But then I think, on the other hand, like you're saying, like it's so amazing that we're we're able to do these things and to, and to explore. What's your favourite planet, by the way? This is a tricky one, this. I mean, I suppose Earth, in, but, but apart from Earth, I would say that it's going to have to be a twist between Saturn, because the rings of Saturn are 
one of the wonders of the universe, I think. They are just how they can be yeah. formed and how they can be so very thin is uh, just remarkable. And of course, obviously, the force of gravity is remarkable. But that, and one of the most remarkable things about gravity, I think, is the way it can form rings around planets like Saturn. How many rings does it have? Just one? It, it, it has a thick part of the ring, and it has a thinner part. I, I remember when I, when I got a telescope when I was younger um, from Santa, and I took it to the outside, and the first thing I was <laughs> for was Saturn, and I found that you can see the rings through a telescope. And you can see them actually through a good pair of binoculars as well. Um, but you, I saw Saturn, I saw it, saw a couple of its moons. It has about 60, over, it has over nearly 70 moons at the moment. Just Saturn, 70 moons. Because of course, it's such a big planet. I mean, when you talk about the planets, you have your four inner, inner rocky planets, Mercury, Venus, Earth, and Mars. Then you have your four, your, your, um, four outer planets, your gas giants, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, and Neptune. And um, they have a lot of moons because they have a bigger gravity. And more asteroids and whatever can fall into the orbital path of these uh, planets. And yes, Jupiter's got about 70. We've, looked, we've found Saturn's got about 70. We've only got one. We've only got one moon. <laughs> and um, speaking of the moon, do you believe uh, that in 1969 that Mr. Armstrong and uh, Mr. Aldrin made it to the well, real no. moon. We, 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 yeah, he, he got there. You can see, if you look at in the right places <laughs> through a telescope, through, I mean, an extraordinarily powerful te telescope, you can see where they bloody put the, the flag and the footprints and everything and where they were. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know that there's some sort of, there's the odd bit of evidence people the conspiracy people the old bit of evidence the conspiracy. there with the cross like it's obscure and it shouldn't be or or the flags flapping and there's no air on the moon it shouldn't be but i you know i've never I've, I've, i don't understand like we, so we went once and then why did we not go back that's what triggers me i just yeah. they've gone back to the moon humans <laughs> no one told me. <laughs> I think I think British have gone. I might be oh, wrong. I didn't realise. I thought that was it. They'd gone, and then that was it. Famously, Apollo thirteen was supposed I think to go that's... to the moon and missed. They thought they were going to lose them, Well, they managed to kind of do a slingshot around back to Earth and save the astronauts. It's a famous film about it. Uh, Tom Hanks. He, there's a famous line in it. Houston, we have a problem. You know. <laughs> Right. So that is news to me and probably news to a lot of people that yeah. people have been on the moon since yeah. Yeah. They've been on the, moon. the first people on the moon. Wow. I'm going to have to research that because I, I am shocked. I am shocked. <laughs> I, I truly thought, oh, it's a bit of a scam. It's a scheme. It's a scheme. They've not been there. It's a lie. It's all a lie. But now you've said that more people have gone. I mean, then a lot of people are maybe, people maybe they did really go. We've been since, but we didn't go in 1969 because it was too early and we didn't have enough technology or whatever. And there's all this kind of hype about the US trying to desperately uh, get one up over the cosmonauts in, uh, from the USSR because they were obviously the first to launch a satellite and they were the first, Yuri Gagarin was the first man in space and Valentina Treshkova was the first woman in space and they needed they needed to win something so they just faked a moon landing but no, no they, they, I, I believe Neil Armstrong was all of them. 
they were the first men on the moon in 1969. I, I, I don't subscribe to the conspiracy theory. I mean, I, you know, I have nothing against the idea of, that it was all a hoax, but it, I just don't buy it, you know. But, you know, who knows? I could be proven wrong. <laughs> there's still time. There's still time. Um, do you believe in aliens, ETs, extraterrestrials? Um, no. As we go back to the point about perseverance, I suppose that's the, the key question. I mean, they talk about also... Um, microscopic life in the clouds of Venus. Now, if that's true, if there are, if there is life in the clouds of Venus, let's remind ourselves has a, an atmosphere that would be completely toxic to most life on Earth. You know, it's carbon dioxide is the most common gas in Venus's atmosphere, and the oxygen level is extremely low. If that's the case, then I believe that the universe will be absolutely teeming with life. Because if life could survive in in, though, in in conditions that are so different that of Earth, then that you know then then there you go. The universe is absolutely you know buzzing with all sorts. Um, so you know if we find life elsewhere in the solar system, then there is no reason to suggest that there won't be life all over the place in in the universe. We may never know. We may never find the answer. If I said to you, we are the aliens, how do you feel Alien about is that? A... Alien is, is a loose term, isn't it? No. Um, alien yes. simply means to come from another place, from a different place. So, you know, the, the term alien has been used to describe people who don't come from one's own country. Um, so I suppose alien indicates the other. So, but if, if, you, if your question is, do you think human beings did not come from Earth in the first place? then, uh, no, I, I think we evolved on Earth. Whether life started purely on Earth, you know, or was, if the, if the conditions for life were on Earth since the very beginning, since the Earth was formed, um, then who knows? You know, I don't know. That the Earth was young and another planet that had fallen out of its orbital path, smashed into the Earth, and a part of it was broken off and became the Moon. Then the, a new planet was born from the disaster, from the, from the um, incident, that then had the conditions to support life, which would suggest that perhaps it wasn't necessarily from the original Earth. But that's just a theory that's actually been largely debunked. So, you know, <laughs> who knows? I have no clue, but human beings didn't evolve, definitely, for me. Human beings evolved on Earth uh, about two million years ago in Africa. That is uh, that is what I think as well. Um, but I must say, earlier in this podcast, when there was some interference, I think that's aliens. I honestly, I think that's I they're, watching, they're watching us. They're watching us all the time. Think and there's a line in it that this bloke, this this alien, yeah. has. He says, "All energy is a form of life," <laughs> which. I'm fascinated that. by that idea that uh, all energy is a form of life. Because even if you think about it, you know, if you trace our origins, you, you know, we come from, we are made of things that once existed inside a supermassive star that exploded and then led to the formation of the solar system. And we just, I suppose, scientifically speaking, we're just an arrangement, a certain arrangement of that stuff, you know. Energy is a very interesting mm. thing. Because I always think, like, you can't destroy energy, so 
when we die, yeah. our energy has to go somewhere, go into something, be something. So it's there's always going to... So, oh my God, maybe I've debunked my theory of nothingness when the world ends. We'll all be stars. We'll all, our energy will have gone well, into that's, the, that's, the, that's the galaxy, into the universe. I mean, our sun will expand and... You know, but then when the sun expands, it will form a nebula, which will allow new stars to be born and new solar systems to come around. And that, and, you know, I mean, eventually they think that it will, that the, because the universe is expanding, they think that eventually the universe will, there will be an end point. Um, but that is, you know, if you counted um, all the atoms in the universe, there'd be more years left. It has more years left. The, the entire number of atoms in the entire universe. So, in, in other words, it's an unimaginably long time um, before the universe ends as they think it might. But we have no idea. We have no idea. We'll be, we'll be all right. It oh, will end no. in our lifetime, hopefully, unless That's we get reincarnated again and again and again. Like um, Walt Disney got frozen in the freezer, and uh, he wants to be brought back. He wants to be brought when back does he want to be brought back? Like twenty fifty or something. Oh, yeah. when they when they have the technology to bring him back. I don't know if I want to bring him back. Yeah, well, I think he needs yeah. to stay in the freezer. He's a racist, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. Just a bit of a bit, really. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I do. I am a bit of a a bit of a um, Disney fanatic. Well, not a fanatic, but I do subscribe to Disney Plus, and um, I do like some Disney films. But I'm able to recognise. In the early work, some not so good things. There's no doubt about it that he's captured the imagination of not just children but people. You know who, what Disney has become. Um, and you know, I love a lot of Disney films. You know, Some of my favourite films as a kid was were, were Disney films. But I don't think that it's that means you can. I think you can do, but I think you can kind of. You have to understand. You have to accept when. Your heroes, or you know, or, or people who you you may think inspired people could all, you know could all get, um, abhorrent views. Think of Winston Churchill. Yeah, you know, the absolutely. Hero. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Dali, the same. Um, Salvador. I mean, that is even people like Gandhi had their have have their have their weaknesses, you know, and had their questionable beliefs. Mind you, I, I think I'd prefer to uh, yeah, absolutely. have a pint with Yandy than a pint with uh, Walt Disney. <laughs> I think we'd agree on more. Yeah, I think same. we'd have more Agreed. common ground. <laughs> absolutely. Have you been to Disneyland? I've been to the one in Paris about four times, but never the one in Florida. Maybe we can go there and go on all the space rides and all the... We can go to... Oh, yeah, um, that would be We can great. go to NASA. Yeah, that would be great. That would be cool. That would be so cool. I'm going to ask you one final question. Just a bit of fun here. Um, Galaxy chocolate or Milky Way? Galaxy. Correct answer. There is no other answer than Galaxy. Well done. I'm pleased. If you'd have said Milky Way, I'd have looked looked at you a bit differently. I'm pleased that you've said Galaxy. Now, my next question. Have you tried... Galaxy's yes. salted caramel yes, my, bar. My oh, mum is a delicious. huge fan. Personally, I I like to treat myself to a Lindor when I can. I know. Ooh, that's <laughs> uh, not a Swiss bliss. But, but no, yeah, I, the Galaxy's salted caramel. Galaxy's. I'll tell you what Galaxy's nice for. It, Galaxy's nice for putting in a chocolate fountain and melting it with strawberries. That's what Galaxy... With strawberries. For me, Galaxy comes into oh. its own when it's melted away and 
Yeah, I was. I was. I yeah, it's move. Fantastic shopping. Now. What, what was it? It was um, Robin Hood Bay in York. Yeah. And um, oh my god, that's near me. Oh, we had this chocolate Robin Hood Bay. Yeah. I've never been. Never liked chocolate more. I don't think. I, yeah. Whenever I think of chocolate, particularly you know melted <laughs> chocolate, I always think of my time in Robin Hood Bay um, when we had. We had a great time. We were staying in Flamborough. Did you have a nice time there? The time. Oh my God, that is even closer to me. Flamborough Head, Flamborough Lighthouse, Flamborough Cliffs. Love that place. Day out um, to Whitby, and on the way to Whitby, we went to uh, Robin Hood Bay, um, and that was that was a great day. Yeah, Whitby's a lovely. Whitby's nice. Whitby's very like Cromer in many ways. Yeah, the only difference is, is the river running through it, but it it, it has the feel of Cromer um, to it. I, it definitely felt like Cromer to hmm. me. And uh, oh yeah, yeah, it was just a great time up there. We went, went all round. They went Benton Cliffs. Benton Cliffs. Did you see any puffins? I've never seen one. They're my favourite bird. <laughs> so they're so small. No puffins. Benton. <laughs> puffins. Oh. They are tiny. You know, Both are small. Yes. You don't expect yeah. it. You know, you look at the puffins and think, oh, they're pretty big, and then you look at them and they're just so small. So. To end the podcast, I need you to tell the listeners that thing that you told me about space and it's only like one mile or something. Do you remember? Oh, you told me it's like only a mile no, to space. It's Fred Hoyle's quote. He says that um, <laughs> people think that space is very far away, but it's only an hour's drive. That's it. <laughs> 70 miles an hour, which is the uh, national speed limit for dual casual motor Um <laughs> It would take you an hour to get to get out of the atmosphere and into space, and then you then, and as uh, Doctor Who would say, the universe is there. So, if guys, if you see Jake in a car that's going upwards towards space, don't be alarmed. Just be calm well, and accept the fact that he's going on an adventure. I think, I, I think, as well as new brake pads, it, I might be able to get an anti gravity booster for it. So. Who knows? Maybe I can uh, ride out into space on my side. <laughs> Mind you, that would be wild, but it would be good fun. It would be great. Well, Jake, thank you so much for coming on and speaking. Um, you've been very eloquent and knowledgeable as always. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. That is okay. Um, so, goodbye, I'll say goodbye everyone. now, everyone. Say goodbye, Jake. Bye, guys. Until next time, stay positive. Stay crazy, be cool, bye!